0: you the latest thinking and developments from the international B2B marketing space, this is BBN Mixtape. And mixing it up for us today is Anol Bhattacharya. Hello friends, welcome to another episode of BBN Mixtape. We are going to discuss today B2B channel partner marketing. Selling through partners and distributors is a well-proven model of growing the business for B2B companies. However, many companies struggle to determine and operationalize campaigns to keep those partners active and productive. Today, our guest is Dr. Marcelo Castro, Founder and CEO of MarketLogic an integrated B2B agency with offices in the USA, Mexico, Brazil, Argentina and many other countries in South America. One of the domains MarketLogic is well known for is channel partner marketing, supporting clients like Citrix and Adobe. Marcelo, warm welcome to the show.
1: Good morning Anul, nice to be here.
0: Thanks for being the guest. So uh, let's jump straight in, um, and, and as uh, normally the saying goes, morning shows the day. And uh, same thing can be said about uh, partner marketing, that onboarding makes the rest of the journey uh, set the tone for the rest of the journey. So let's start with that, partner onboarding. What are the some of successful partner or patterns of strategy you have noticed in partner marketing about the onboarding process?
1: Sure. Yeah, I would say that one one of the things that we notice particularly now with COVID is we see clients being more selective in terms of what uh, partners participate in the program. So it's it's no longer a one size fits all, but rather understanding what are their partners that uh, have the right certifications, that they're really committed on the investing not only on the technical side, but also on the business side. Um, Another pattern that we notice is, and and this is another byproduct of of COVID, is we see a willingness from clients to invest in local content. Uh, Before the strategy usually was, okay, let's localize whatever comes from global and let's try to leverage those assets. We see more and more uh, clients willing to invest in in local digital experiences, in in local case studies. So so content is having a a very good uh, time right now in in partner marketing, something that wasn't happening before. Um, Another thing we're seeing is um, uh, enablement going beyond technical enablement and including training partners on uh, best practices on sales, best, pra- best practices on marketing. You know, some of these uh, distributors or resellers don't have the, 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 the understanding on, on, on modern marketing. And it's sometimes hard to talk to them about a digital plan if they don't have their ex- that expertise on their side. So there's more funding going to training uh, partners beyond the, the, their technical expertise. And lastly, in terms of incentives, we see um, clients um, rewarding not only a performance or sales, but also uh, specific behaviors. So, if you know, if you execute an, a campaign, you get a reward, or or, or, or you, you get upgraded not only based on your sales, but also on how much you support the the, the partner marketing program. No? Okay
0: that's that's great, so even before jumping on the water like in the in uh, starting the partner marketing campaign there's a lot of uh, preparation work is going on in terms of the uh, campaign uh, campaign content planning and not only on the products they are focusing on also the soft skill side uh, just enabling partner to take that uh, them to next level yeah uh, that's a that's a great uh, sign I, I must say i'm I'm noticing that also in some of our clients Um, but on the other hand it's also a, a fight for the mind share from the partners because many channel partners are selling multiple products and solutions right and what are the some of the best practices for marketing to partners and stay top of their mind so whenever they come across some opportunity that your product or solution come in first
1: yes what 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 how we see uh, partner marketing is, and, and this is something we borrow from the logistics industry, uh, the, the concept of last mile. I think that partner marketing is last mile marketing. No? So you are right there in front of the end user you and and you are in the local market. So it's no longer this regional strategy that sometimes you do from thousands of miles away, but it's something very tangible. So what we think partners appreciate is when they see that the IT vendor or, or, or whatever industry the, the, the client is in, that they're investing in uh, getting their scans uh, dirty, you know that they are, you know, uh, thinking of specific opportunities that they are customizing uh, the, the the content to a particular to a particular client or to a particular industry. So I would say that it's obviously it is obviously important to have a regional strategy, but if we want uh, partners to really be in- engaged we need to invest in their particular success no understand specifically what is it that that partners want to say that this is not something that is a one-size-fits-all, but rather, you know, an integration of the the, the client's uh, messaging with what, what the partner wants to say. And, and w- once the, the partner sees that there's an investment there, that we're willing to get granular, that we start talking about, you know, how we can improve their website, how can we improve their database. When, when we start talking about those things that they suffer on a daily basis, I think that's the best way of showing partners your commitment no uh,
0: absolutely uh, and that's uh, i, I will say for one of our customers it's a lo- largest uh, cloud enabling platform um they, they their strategy is very much one to one so uh, it's not like that creating a content and mass personalizing that. It it is personalizing with their country of uh, operation, with their target market in mind, with the kind of... outreach channels they already developed and so on and so forth and uh, to me that's working the best for this particular client Um, and, uh, and, and I think going forward we will see more and more of this personalized through and to partner marketing more and more as market get more matured right yeah absolutely sure. agree with that now uh, and now come to the million dollar question literally million dollars are poured into the mdf the market development fund and how to engage partners uh, better and encourage them to run co-branded marketing campaigns and apart from that one-to-one obviously that's a big part but apart from that at scale how we can encourage them to take on those co-branded campaigns and use those mdf funds well
1: yeah i I would say that what we have seen is that because partners have limited resources and uh, their budgets are usually not uh, the ideal, Uh, they need uh, the agency to do everything on their behalf. So what we think is the the best approach is, even if we have to do something smaller, that it's something that is complete. And for that, we have a a program called SMASH, which stands for uh, Sales and Marketing Achievement Through Sustainable Habits. And what we're trying to do there is you know, try to have a program that lives over time, that is not something, a a, a one and done type of deal, but rather, you know, maybe something that we can grow over time as results come in, because obviously partners are very sensitive to getting a return on the investment on any MDF that they invest in in the agency, Uh, but try to go all the way. So in, in this SMASH program, we go from, you know, developing content to digital amplification, but we also get into the granular of having a partner specialist facing the partner, working on specific opportunities, uploading into Salesforce. You know, having everybody, you know, tying the the client with the partner. And I think that's the role that we see. And 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 when we when the partners see that we are part of their success and that we are also their voice within the client and vice versa, I, I think that that's when we start earning their trust. So it, it does require all of these soft skills that you cannot uh, scale uh, w- with an additional server, uh, but but the, that they are important because at the end of the day, we are talking about uh, human relationships, no?
0: Yeah, w- what you're saying, Marcelo? You mean there there is more than I I, c- I can't just put on a platform <laughs> and and expect that partner marketing will shine? Exactly. I thought technology going <laughs> no. to solve everything. <laughs> All right. But yeah, I'm, I I totally totally get it. It is about uh, dealing with human beings, and uh, sometimes uh, I've seen that large B two B companies forget that that uh, the for the The channel partner, their top line, their bottom line, and their company is their top of the mind, not your product. And how to bridge that gap is, uh, I think, agencies uh, with specialization in channel partner marketing need to... uh, bridge that gap and that's how motivate the uh, partners I-, I totally agree with that now another question will be that uh, what will be the what you have noticed and you don't have to name a name or shame anyone but what are the some, some common pitfalls to avoid for the two partner or two partner marketing
1: sure in in in, in this campaigns obviously you have Three different actors. No, you have the the client, you have the reseller, and you you have the agency. So I think that there are pitfalls on 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 the three actors in in this in this um, type of program. From in in from the partner perspective, sometimes uh, expectations are not. Uh, set properly from before the project starts, so the partner jumps into the program thinking, "Okay, I'm going to invest $5,000, and I expect this amount in revenue or this or this amount uh, coming back to us." So I think there's a, there's a lot of work that the agency needs to to do and the and educate the partner on uh, understanding that each of these campaigns have two components. Uh, one is obviously to create awareness, to develop a proper messaging for the partner. and the second obviously is is some sort of demand generation that we that we can uh, um, measure and that we can uh, use as an excuse to keep the program going. So we are very conscious and we understand and 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 we are also believers that uh, generating demand for the partner is key to this program. It's the only way that this, programs can survive over time. But I also think that the partners need to uh, understand that there's an awareness component that is also important, uh, particularly now when the cl- the end client is so elusive, they're not in the office, they are distracted by other uh, uh, conversations like the one we're having today. So we are competing uh, for a very limited attention span, and the partner needs to invest in that, and I think that's important to to set those expectations uh, before uh, jumping into the program. No. The yeah, second issue. go ahead. Yeah.
0: What Sorry. from the marketer side, uh, that uh, vendor marketer side? What are the mistakes?
1: From from the from the from the um, I would say the one size fits all. What we were talking about before, trying to have. You know, one set one set of assets, and think that we can carpet the whole region with one set of uh, assets or with um, uh, uh, the same program for 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 any type of partner. I think that's another uh, pitfall. the 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 database situation is something that is getting harder and harder. Uh, partners are not. Sometimes uh, our clients invest. Of MDF funds with partners that don't that don't have a, a, a proper database or have a very small database that is outdated. So you know sometimes we think uh, larger than 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 the reality that the partner can deliver. So I think it's important to 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 be as I said at the beginning to be very selective on uh, what partners we're going to be making part of this each, each program. No.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally, totally agree. And and also it helps, I, I have seen that too, um, before you scale up, uh, you need to be successful with a selected number of partners. Um, because, uh, the you know, data is one thing, but the story is much more powerful. When you Correct. can show that five partners are very successful using your co-branded campaign, uh, then uh, getting other partners on board and, and getting them excited is much easier than uh, trying yeah. to start with uh, 200 partners at a time, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you completely. And mm. and I would say to, to add to, to that is, uh, you know strategy goes from the top down, but this success comes from the bottom up and it's a, and it's the addition of all of those little successes that really make the program. No.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So what are the some of some of the best ways you have seen uh, where you are involved that uh, making the best out of the MDF dollars and making that effective?
1: Well, I I, I would say and and this goes back to the to the, to the last question in terms of the of, of what the agency needs to avoid also is um, trying to avoid the temptation of replicating what worked for one client and try to replicate that recipe over and over because Obviously, every client has their, their particular audiences, and even they could be in the same industry, but maybe the decision makers are a little different. So, even though obviously we can we can leverage uh, knowledge from from previous experiences, it's never uh, a, a copy and paste type of situation, no. So, in, yeah, in terms yeah. of in terms of w- what I would say, uh, h- how can we use those uh, dollars more effective? I think uh, from the the agency needs to lead the the planning. Uh, we are trying to to execute a regional campaign, but we have uh, local clients in every partner. is obviously a client with their own issues, with their own uh, limitations. So we have to be very nimble, very flexible. Try to have the resources to, you know, hold hands with each partner individually. And I think that's 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 a great. Uh, challenge for for um, for any agency. Uh, the the pace of cash flow is also important because uh, in uh, the procurement side of things uh, usually goes at a slower pace than the business side of things. So we also have to make sure that that we have the 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 the, the way to backing the program as the the cash flow comes our way. So you know that's a little financial. Uh, uh, tidbit there, but that is critical when you're when you're running a uh, a large program. And in in in, in on the on the partner side is also what we were discussing before about uh, setting uh, clear expectations, no, and understanding that the agency needs to deliver both in terms of of campaign performance, but also in terms of appointment setting, no. And at the end of the day, uh, understanding that that's that's going to be the ultimate. Uh, Rule of 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 engagement. No?
0: Yeah, a- absolutely. So now I'm I'm going to go off the previously discussed uh, discussed topics, but I'm going to throw a curve ball at you. If you have uh, one agency uh, um, representative, one B2B marketer, and a channel partner decision maker sitting in front of you, what are the three tips you will give to each of them? You can have any of the things, but I just I just want to narrow it down to one for each. So what I will tell to the agency, what you will tell to the channel partner and the vendor.
1: Well, to 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 the channel partner, I would say, uh, be patient and understand that uh, any uh, sales process requires time. And the same way that it will take six months for one of your salespeople to be successful, it will take six months for your agency to be successful. So, you know, any digital experience or any demand generation campaign will require some time. So patience, I would say is critical. Uh, To the agency, I would say, uh, you know, take every client as individuals and every partner as one of your individual clients rather than part of a pool or, or, you know, we have to be uh, genuinely involved one partner at a time. And to the, the, the vendor, what I would say is that there's a lot of potential uh, within your partner ecosystem, and that sometimes we fall into the self fulfilling prophecy that we invest only on the partners that, are, that have already been successful in the past. So we keep on investing in the same few partners that have, uh, that have proven successful in the past, and we don't invest enough. On those that maybe haven't reached that potential yet, but they're there and they're willing to grow. So I, I would say, you know, uh, obviously you have your core partners, and that's great. But you know, invest in 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 um, in identifying new partners that could make the difference in the future.
0: Excellent point, Marcelo. I'm, I'm, I learned so much from this conversation, uh, I can't even explain. So, it uh, seems like we're reaching the time limit for the episode. And I'd like to thank you, Marcelo, for sharing some great tips with our listeners today. Thank you very much. My pleasure. BBN Mixtape is a production of BBN. Subscribe from your favorite podcatcher for episode transcripts, links, and more. If you like this show, give us a nice five-star rating. It's how you can help more marketers find us. Thank you, and we will talk in the next episode.